What we do here is go back, 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 back. Yeah, good mate. Thanks for having me. We went the hardest in the, the celebrations. Can't say myself, can I? Uh, <laughs> you sort of almost got to tell yourself that you're a, you're a big game player or a mm. big finals player. So somehow I thought, well, just because I play well as a 13 year old, I have to play well in the grand final. Me and, me and Cogs are um, a couple of good WA boys in here. We do get a bit affectionate with each other, always giving each other kisses and stuff. <laughs> nah, not really. Just, you know, a manly kiss yeah. on the cheek every now and then. Welcome back to the Brain Ethan podcast, and believe it or not, this is proper nervous nineties. Ninety nine, powered by Skinbro for twenty twenty three and Hat Locker. Use code Bray and Ethan twenty for twenty percent off across both stores. And Skinbro's full skincare kit, including all three products, is a cheeky fifty four ninety nine. Yep, with. Free Australia-wide shipping, and like we said last week, Ethan, if you use that little cheeky twenty percent off discount code, wow, it's uh, like it's a bundle of joy. That's forty five bucks, say. just about. <laughs> but um, yeah, fifty nine ninety nine, episode ninety nine. It's all coming together now. This man is coming straight off Perth's best and fairest in the Colts. Super successful year, and we've interviewed a lot of people. But I reckon the first ever sort of hyphen or. I guess double last name, I guess you could call it. It's Caleb Dempster Park. Caleb, welcome. Ah, oh, cheers for having me on, guys. Good to get you in. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, I wouldn't say it was organised late, but um, sort of, yeah, this week. So I appreciate, appreciate you coming in a lot. And yeah, busy time of year, but obviously off-season now. So it's exciting to have you in. Yeah, lucky I had some time off. So yeah, yeah. get in nice and easy. Off work, as you said. <laughs> yeah, very nice. Well, we'll jump straight into the best and fairest while it's fresh in the memory. What does it mean to you? And did you... Write a speech? Oh, uh, no, nah, I didn't prepare a speech. But, like, when I when I got up there, luckily, they just, like, asked me some questions. So yeah, it's yeah. pretty, like, naturally uh, flowing through. But, yeah, obviously, it's, like, really cool to get some individual success. But, like like I said, when I was there, I play footy, like, have fun with my mates. And yeah. there's nothing like team success. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. Obviously, you play for that team success. But what does it sort of mean to you? Um, I reckon it's just, like, good reward for effort. Like, you know when you're doing those hard pre-season sessions yeah. and just all those like hours you've got to put in, like getting a bit of individual success. Yeah, a bit of good reward for effort, but yeah, just yeah, happy with it, I guess. Yeah. Good that you didn't have to like make a speech. They sort of ask you questions as well. Not <laughs> yeah. saying you wouldn't have done a good job, but um, I can imagine the nerves. Exactly. Imagine like making a speech and then not even winning it. You just feel yeah. like, because yeah. I guess if they like ask you to make a speech, you'd want to like know you're winning it, I yeah. guess. Yeah, prepare. You want to at least prepare. Now, um, did you feel like you were a chance for the award? Obviously, very strong middle to sort of back end of the year where you got on a roll there. So, you know, at what point, if any, did you feel like it was yours to lose? Um. I didn't play the first five games, so I thought that would have, like, you know, hindered my chances. But, I yeah, played really well through the middle part of the year, so I definitely knew I had um, a good chance of winning it. But then when they we got to, like, the end of, like, round 18, because we did, like, a vote count, and they were like, oh, we're including finals, and I didn't have the best finals, so I was like, oh, like, it's going to be close here yeah. and stuff like that. Bit, bit controversial. It happens a lot in the AFL where, like, um, Bradley Medalist, for instance... Uh, don't win the club best and fairest. Now, what I mean by this is Colin Livingston winning the Jack Clark medal, but not winning the best and fairest. Is a bit of controversy there. Yeah, well, I guess it's different how because like obviously the Jack Clark's umpires and are uh, the coaches yeah. awards. Obviously, yeah, coaches. So people see the game differently and give votes out differently. Yeah. And I think with like in our best and fairest, like a lot of like backmen did well because like we did a every coach gets our uh, five votes and like backs coaches obviously like a tempted yeah, to favored, give the votes yeah. to the backs and stuff, but. <laughs> 
with the umpires. I just don't even know how umpires do votes because you've got so much going on. Yeah. Like, it must be pretty challenging for them. Well, this bloke's an umpire. He's, uh, he's done that yeah, process. It can be challenging. Yeah. <laughs> be. So, no, it's a midfielder's award because they're at every stoppage, so we see them. Mm. Or Ruckman, like Colin. Yeah, yeah. potentially. Yeah. Um, well, in terms of your early days, you grew up around Grass Valley, and I guess Northern has been put on the map footy-wise a lot recently with heaps of footy stars coming out of there. So how was the childhood growing up? Yes. Well, obviously, uh, I went to primary school with Aiden and uh, yeah, Aiden and Nathan O'Driscoll, so that was pretty cool. Like, it'd be, you'd just be like, leave class and we'd all just like go for a kick and play yeah. like, like footy on the ovals and stuff like that. And then I remember especially in basketball season, we'd all watch Bobby Hill go play bar- basketball versus Sydney Stack and it'd just be like, these two yeah. kids are getting like 30 points and dominating. And this like, is when they're kids. Yeah, this yeah. is when they were like year seven, year eight. Yeah, like right. it was awesome. And um, obviously Robinson in the grand final as well. He mm. went to my primary school as well. So yeah, there's a lot of talent out of Northern. Yeah, no, it's a special place to be now. Moving to Scotch, the guys we've had on from Scotch can't really speak highly enough of the experience. Uh, so I imagine it's the same for you, as especially as a, a captain of boarding and tasting a bit of silverware as well. Yeah, my experience with Scotch was awesome. Like I've got nothing bad to say about it. Obviously, going year seven and going to boarding school, I got homesick at the start, and that was something to overcome, and it was pretty challenging. But like every year, it just get, gets better and better. And like in year twelve, to win the Alco, like I know it's pretty cliche, but everyone just says like you dream about it from when you get there, yeah. and to win in year twelve was awesome. And obviously, it has a lot of lot of talent around me. Like obviously. A lot of kids made state team in Scotch, like yeah. Joe Fonte, Colin, and all those boys. So a lot of talent there as well. How did you deal with that homesickness? It's pretty interesting. Um, I think it's just doing stuff to take your mind off it. Like early days, term one, like there's no f- winter sports or footy. So like you had a lot of time when you're kind of just like yeah. thinking about it and you get homesick. But once like term two started, there's a, like I played club footy and Scotch footy. So like didn't even have time to think about mm. being homesick. Like yeah. you're just constantly doing sport and guess once you're starting to do all those sports, you're like developing relationships with more people and getting more friends and kind of just get used to it all, I guess. Yeah, yeah that circle builds. By the, by the end of it, it's, I guess, your home. And yeah, exactly. Your there, so you feel Yeah, exactly. Really by the end of year 12, you kind of feel like it's a second home. Like, it's kind of hard just like leaving boarding yeah. school because you like don't know anything different, really. Yeah, yeah exactly. Well, obviously you went from Scotch and then obviously progressed through, through to the Perth Footy Club. Was it a natural sort of transition for you obviously you played some futures and colts games there the year before but how was that i guess progression um yeah i'd been at futures and colts so like i definitely knew a lot of the boys but it was kind of weird because i never really done like a full season at colts because yeah. obviously psa so you'd be there like in like in patches and stuff but it was kind of the same because colin livingston's like one of my best mates and we kind of did it all together like i remember in year 12 when we had like buys for the alco season we'd we, we did both didn't have our licenses at the time, so we'd have to like Uber the training or get like one of our mums to like come pick us up and take us. So it's definitely challenging being like a boarder and going to all like your footy sessions and stuff. But I guess this year, like obviously having your license, you're just driving to training and like just developing those relationships with all the players. Like some of them are like my best mates now. Like there's some kids in the teams that like in my in the Perth Demons team, like last year I'd say like, hi, how are you? But like now I'm like hanging out with them on weekends yeah. and stuff like that. So it's just like, I guess you're spending so much time together, so you just all become another, such like good mates. Like a, another footy culture sort of thing. Yeah, exactly. Not, not quite a school sort of culture, mm. but yeah, got that culture, which is good. And not only did you win the best and fairest this year, but you also made the team of the year and came second in the Colts coaches medal across the comp. Uh, reflecting on it now, did you sort of exceed your own expectations this year with how successful it's been? Yeah, definitely. Well, like, because I'd 
oh, I didn't get picked for the first five games. Like I was so frustrated at the time and like, you know, didn't I was like kind of losing my hope in footy, but then to get back into the team and just like kind of hit the ground running straight away, like I was like, oh, got nothing to lose now really. Like I didn't play at the side of the year. Like I'm just going to try my hardest every week and see how that goes. And luckily I put some good uh, strong form together and yeah, obviously did pretty well and it was, but at the same time, like last year playing for Perth, like we didn't even like make a close to final. So it was a bit annoying. But to also have that team success this year was just awesome and had like the best times like winning games of footy with my mates and stuff like that. Yeah. Would you say like that team success sort of combined in the individual success yeah. kind of came together? Yeah, for sure. And especially when like your team like knows their structures and like what they need to do to win. Like I feel like it helps your individual game because like when you're losing, you're kind of like all over the shop, like don't really know what to do. But when you're winning, you get into a rhythm and stuff, especially in that mid part of the year, we were like, I don't know, like 12 and 0, and I was playing my best footy then. So that I guess that's like all comes down to that team success and that team responsibilities, really. Yeah. Why weren't you picked for the start of the year? Ah, uh, so we like just before round one, our two midfielders, Connor McDonald and Jake Watson, got dropped down from league like last second. They were going to okay. keep them there, but they dropped them. And because I was a midfielder, like, oh, sorry, mate, like we kind of had to push you out here. Yeah. So. That weekend, I was like, oh, I kind of want to play footy because I hadn't like, organised an Amos game because I just assumed I'd be playing Colts. So went and ba- went back to Northern, actually, and played a game there. And then over the, I didn't get back into the team until like, round six. So I went and played for UWA, like Amos footy, yeah. for that Colts team, and I had a blast. It was good fun. Mm-hmm. But kind of puts it like, in perspe- into perspective of like, the chance you get at Colts and like how different like, the quality of footy is, I guess. But it's kind of it's a good experience playing some league footy back home and then coming and playing ammo's here like you yeah. kind of understand like all the different types of footy like level yeah it's pretty yeah, nuts how sure. you've won the best and fairest after not playing the first <laughs> yeah. six games it's a story it's a story to tell yeah. that's for sure yeah for sure well you had a well you mentioned before you thought you didn't play too well in the in, in the final series but you pl- had a pretty huge game in the in the prelim personally do you pride yourself on i guess being a big game player is that bull in the middle yeah for sure like that's what actually my coaches were saying to me throughout the year they're like oh we can see that you actually perform better in like the bigger harder games and i find personally like i prefer playing in those bigger harder games like i know like in the grand final and stuff pop didn't have like my best game and stuff but yeah against east frio like it was like obviously played well but then at the same time like when we won that was probably like the happiest i've ever felt like it was so good like winning that as a team and just the opportunity to play optus was like a dream of mine yeah and people can say oh it's just another game like what's the difference between like a finals game and a regular season game but it's just it's not the same like yeah I completely agree like it's just so much more contested and like you actually can like go missing for like a whole quarter and just be like well that went past like went past so fast like it can be quite challenging to like stay in the game and like at optus like with like all, everything that's going on you kind of like find it hard to just stay focused and like yeah. there's just so much more on the line like there's more eyeballs on it as well yeah exactly like, and you know like you have one bad quarter you could cost your team like a yeah. win and it's just like yeah it's pretty stressful at times yeah well understandably it might be a bit hard to touch on the grand final so you know we have kept that in mind but obviously excitement going into it um what did you sort of make of how the game played out and playing on optus as you said um i've said this to everyone like obviously it's pretty frustrating and devastating to lose it but like i just look at it as like such a good experience like it just even like getting the bus from like our home ground into the oval like going underground like all that was just like so sick but yeah obviously like in hindsight you kind of just like replay the game in your head and you're like oh i could have done stuff differently here like you have a lot of regret, but there's not much you can really do about it, really. Like, Claremont are, like, obviously an awesome team. They're super talented. And yeah. I guess is the fact that in that last quarter, like, we played so well and we've had, like, we had so many opportunities to win, kind of, like, 
even though as hard as it is, like we could have probably won if we converted in that last quarter, but at the same stage, like it's a credit to all the boys that we like stuck at it, just kept going, kept going, which shows a lot about the group. And even at like all our club events since the season's finished, like our managers and coaches have been saying like, that's going to feel us for the next few years, mm. just that pain of losing the grand final. But like they realised we never gave up and just kept pushing to the final siren. Yeah. I wonder if any boys have gone back to watch it, like, because obviously yeah. you can't, you know. I can't rewatch yeah, it. Like, want it. I'm like, too scared to. Yeah, you, don't, you wouldn't want to, but like, I don't know, maybe at some point, but probably not as well. Maybe before, like, round one next yeah, year, just, just to like, get me fuel going. It up, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, in a way, winning the best and fairest was probably helped you a little bit for a, from a selfish point of view, like, picking yourself up after a loss like that. But what do you sort of do to make the spirits not completely um like keep them up yeah like obviously uh, straight after the grand final like i remember just like walking to the change room and just like we had like a little talk to our coach and then like everyone was just crying in like the yeah. change rooms and mm. it was pretty like pretty like hard to like watch and then we kind of went back to the club and like had some fun back there and stuff to take our minds off it and then yeah. over the next week i just kind of just said like i'm just going to take a break from gym footy running and all that just like a bit of a deload week just to like you know reset and stuff and Went out, I remember the weather was good, like so we went to Rotto with some of my mates just to take my mind off it. And then lately it's kind of just been like getting back into it, like starting to gym harder, just set myself goals for next year and just, you know, it's not, not the end of the world. We lost the grand final. Like obviously it would have been great to win, but I guess that pain's going to fill me for the off season and getting yeah. stuck into it. Yeah. Was there a bit of added emotion in it as well? Because knowing guys from Claremont through like Scotch and maybe mm. even your time at Swanbourne, yeah. uh, you know, happy for them, but obviously... At the same time, of course not. Like, out of the motion. Yeah. In terms of, like, the opponents and, like, the rivalries formed with mates, really. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm pretty much, like, good mates with, like, the whole Claremont team because yeah. I either, like, went to school with them. Like, there's ones last year and then there's kids, like, year 12 now. And then I played club footy against so many of them. So, like, yeah, I know the whole team. So it was, like, it was hard, especially at the end of the game. Like, they were all coming up to me and I just yeah. knew, like, oh, these guys are going to have, like, the best week of their lives yeah. and I'm just, like, here. But to be fair, like, they've all been hell nice about it like they were like oh you guys yeah. gave it a crack in that last quarter and yeah. haven't been like you know like cocky and stuff about it yeah. like which is our credit to them it was like when you think about it pretty incredible performance because cohen wasn't playing and mm. like you know zane obviously like dominated yeah. and like you know not no disrespect to like the other team but like if cohen was there like yeah, probably exactly. zane doesn't dominate but yeah i feel bad for cohen as well because like he feels responsible for it, but like it's yeah, not his yeah, fault at all. Small, like yeah. he's what tore his lung and stuff. But like, like I obviously like you think it could have changed the result, but yeah, I'm not sure. Like even like one of my other good mates, the Perth, our backup ruck, Darcy Alvaro, tore his ACL like halfway through the year, so we're missing our two main ruck. And the guy that did play Charlie, he's only like 16, so like yeah. But he, I, I reckon he'll be pretty good in the next few years. But like it's pretty challenging for him to solo ruck against like you know Zane, who's yeah. going into the national draft and probably going to get picked up. Yeah. yeah. No, nah, it's all those like what could have been, we'll never know sort of things. Yeah, exactly. That's probably only good for him. He's only going to get bigger and stronger. Yeah, for sure. And develop his game more. Yeah, I guess there's all these ifs and stuff, but at the end of the day, Claremont won and we didn't. Yeah. But obviously, it's just an awesome experience. And yeah, I wouldn't, yeah. I would, would obviously change to let the change the result of it, but just as like an experience, I loved it. No yeah. Stephen May comments saying like, you know, oh. all this stuff like we should have beaten them <laughs> and, and that sort of thing. I guess like also when you look at like the finals, like we beat them early in the year and then we drew and then they beat us in the first final. So obviously we're like pretty evenly yeah, matched teams. So like yeah. anything could have really happened. Yeah, for sure. Well, there's been some royalty around the place at Laughlin so far well, in a year just gone. Ben Cousins being that. What's the influence? 
Well, what's his influence been like down there and have you been able to learn much from him? Yeah, ben, Benny's awesome. Like, you'd think as, like, an AFL superstar, like, he wouldn't really, like, go out of his way to get to know you and he'd kind of just be, like, all, like, confident stuff. But he's, like, the complete opposite. Like, he's super shy. Like, he's, like, really made it, like, a goal of history, like, get to know all the players. And as, like, a midfielder and, like, as a runner, he's, like, come up to me and, like, made, like, himself so, like, open to me and, like, always talk to me and stuff. It's awesome. And... It's always giving me feedback on how I can improve and how I can improve my game and stuff. But yeah, he's like such a nice guy. Like I couldn't speak highly of him. Yeah. Starstruck or is it now a bit more so? Like um, it's just been. It, that's the weird thing about it. Like even when you're at the club, you're not like this guy's an AFL superstar. You're yeah. like, oh, this guy's just another coach that's like, you know, yeah. trying to improve my game and stuff. It's kind of weird like that. You think like everyone's like, oh, Ben Cousins, like can yeah. I get a photo and stuff like that. But like it's actually just. He's just like Normal another person. one of the guys there. Yeah. Yeah. I think he like enjoys that about us that we're not all just like, you know, yeah. like in his face Fangirling, and stuff. We're all yeah. just like respect him as like a normal person. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Now, probably going to lose a couple to the draft, hopefully, from mm. Perth's point of view. Other than that, though, like if the group can stay together, have you thought about, I guess, goals um, or is it just enjoying the rest of the year at the moment? Oh, uh, no. Nah, I think we've all kind of just like already got back into it like two of my closer mates at Perth Noah Cashard and Jake Watson like we've already started like doing sessions like gym sessions and running sessions together and stuff but I think we know like there's gonna if Perth aren't doing well next year there's opportunities for us to all play seniors like league footy which yeah. would be like obviously my goal was to go play league next year at some stage but if not like there's so many of us moving up to resis that we're hoping that we can just kind of do the same with this year in Colts, but do it in resis, like have a strong resis team and hopefully play finals with the bonuses if we can play league footy. Was there any feedback about you being close to state selection at all? Uh, no, nah, well, I kind of missed the first five games, so it kind of yeah, like ruled me that, out. Mm. But like, obviously a lot of my mates like, oh, if you played like you did in those first, like if you were playing those first five games, you probably would have been a chance and stuff. But like, I don't, I don't really like want to hear it. It's kind of yeah. just like, oh, it didn't Nothing happen. Nothing you can do now. Sort of but yeah, like, Obviously, it would have been awesome to have that experience of playing state footy and putting my name out there, but it's not much you can do about it now, really. Yeah. Well, surfing seems to be a bit of a hobby of yours, and you seem like you've got the surf surfing looks as well. Off the field, what's sort of happening? And I guess um, will you head back home at all over Yeah, the so at the moment, I'm actually working for my auntie. as a uh, She's a florist. She's got a flower company, so I'm just driving around Perth delivering okay. flowers, yeah. which is a pretty easy job, and it's actually pretty cool. And then... Besides that, yeah, just like making sure I'm hitting the gym, trying to get bigger for senior footy, uh, making sure I'm keeping my running capacity up and just focusing on my footy skills. And then I'm hoping over like the next couple of months, heading back home and helping dad on the farm, which will be good experience. And then I think over January, we're actually heading down south, like my family, but he's my mates will be down there. So probably relax over January and then get back into it. Yeah. Sounds like you got it all figured out. Yeah. It's a pretty organisation. Yeah. Pretty good organisation there. Summer is set. Yeah. Uh, all right, we'll move on to the uh, Instagram Q&As. There's a lot. There you can say lot. what you want here, especially yeah. this first one. <laughs> yep, but of course, it's all thanks to Skimber and Hat Locker. First one. A little bit I don't nervous know, I don't know here, to be honest. <laughs> I don't know what to expect. <laughs> I don't know if this is uh, M. Craid C or McCraid C, but it says, are you single? Uh, yes, I am single, <laughs> but no, nah, focusing on footy. Yeah. Don't, don't need any distractions. Smart response. Uh, Dolsink, uh, why did you snitch when T-Mud stole your lolly snakes? <laughs> uh, so this, this is uh, a boarding story. Like one of my mates, oh, this is like back when we first started, one of my mates like was stealing lollies and then someone snitched on him. It was, oh, it's just a bit of one of those boarding stories you reflect yeah. on and you think it's like good gag. Yeah. But that, yeah, he's, that guy's name's Brooke Milner. He's up in Derby now. I don't mind his username. Surprising how he got that. 
to be honest. Mm. Yeah, the years now. <laughs> so would have been taken. That. Yeah, that would have been pinched a while ago, I would have thought. Joe Matthews again. Now, why do Perth Football Club refer to you as Jordan Degoe? Oh, so me and Joe, we both had like a two-week period by over in mid-season. So we're like, oh, let's go head to Bali for a yeah. week. And you guys know how like Jordan Degoe went to Bali a couple yeah. of years ago and go on travel. So like everyone, when I got back, was just like, oh, like, you know, taking the piss, like, oh, Jordan Degoe's back. And yeah. Had a bit of fun over in Bali, but no, nah, we kind of, we just chilled out the whole time over there, soaked up the sun. Mm. Well, that was just during like when you guys had like two buys. Yeah, so like there's, I think there was like a, the state game buy, and, and then, then we both just West happened Coast. to have a buy. Yeah, so yeah. we both had two weeks off, so we decided oh, to yeah, head over yeah. for a week. Yeah, there was a couple of weeks like that. Uh, Rusty underscore Macintosh, do you fake tan? Uh, no, I don't fake tan. I do love to get out in the sun and soak it up, but no, I don't fake tan at all. <laughs> Uh, Noah ca- underscore Catchart Perth teammate. Uh, one bloke you live with from the Colts team, if you had to choose one bloke. Uh, Could be asking for him here, so. I don't know. Probably um, probably Colin, because I've boarded with Colin and I know him, so he's like my best mate. And I know he's clean. Like I get really bad like OCD in like, yeah. personal areas, so like at least I know he'll be clean. And <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Uh, Bottle Zero P, how inspiring was it playing a game of uni footy fifth grade Amos Colts to start the season? Yeah, so you play in their twos or threes. So the f- my first game, I had to play in their twos because like they didn't I know who I was. This. So I played C grade for the C Colts, but like yeah, I honestly Jones or something, like had the best time playing for them. Like, and the funny, the fun thing about it is like you play one game and now like I'm friends with them all and like mm, I see yeah. them and like oh, g'day, but like. Yeah, it's pretty cool how I've gone from like C grade Amos to like Colts team of the year, playing the grand final for Colts. Yeah, that's yeah, unbelievable. I don't think many people would do that to be honest. What? So what was the highest grade you played at uh, uni? So I went C Colts Colts and A Colts. Yeah, so you didn't play any senior footy. No, no senior footy. Yeah, I don't Uh, think you're allowed to play senior footy if you're like Colts associated with the Colts team. Yeah, Clay Hall, good mate, (laughs) friend of the show, favorite Daisy's cafe order. Oh, so back when Clay and, like, Colton were living in Perth, me, him, and, like, Dan and Joe Matthews would go to Daisy's, like, most mornings after a swim. I'm not, like, a big coffee guy, so I kind of just got, like, a chalky muff, but, like, Clay loves the chalky muffs and, like, some sort of coffee. I don't even know what he drinks, but some sort of coffee. So where some of those blokes drink, like, coffee, like, multiple coffees a day from what I've seen. I, like, struggle to drink one, like, a week, and they're drinking, like, two a day. It's nuts. It's good when when you love it. Tyler.Messina, rate Skinny's Riz 1 to 10. <laughs> yeah, so this is one of our boarding mates, Sam, Sam McGinnis. He lives up in Meriden, so he's a full-on farmer guy. But, yep. oh, he's rate his Riz. Oh, oh, poor Skinny, but like, I'd probably give him like a 2. Like, he's not, he's <laughs> yeah. not that good. Yeah. C.Bailey, uh, rumours going around you are zesty. What do you have to <laughs> say to those people? This is just one of my Aquinas mates just thinking he's funny, but... Uh, I don't even know. How to say yeah, no comment. Cena Bailey again. I don't know what this is, but it says what is Scacy? Sa- oh, so um, that's like what are you? What what are you in it? So that's like so Scacy. It's like a bit of a joke. It's like like my friend group. So it's like SC stands for Scotch. So that's like yep. me, Scotch Joe Matthews, Dan, yeah. like a couple of other mates, and then AC stands for like Aquinas boys. Yeah. So there's like twelve of us, and there's a few footy players in there. Like I don't know if you like Jack Eastall from East Fremantle, and yeah. there's a few of us. So yeah. What was the wire stand for? Oh, just, I don't know, just make it sound... Put it on the end, yeah, yeah, because you can't really say, like, scass or... Yeah. Finish it off nice. All right. Cohen Livingston, he sent in two. First one, what hair dye do you use? Oh, no, nothing. Just (laughs) beach. 
get out in the sun and salt water. That's that's all I use. All natural. Uh, Cohen again. Am I your best looking teammate? Um, best looking teammate. I know there's so many Perth boys that would love me to just like <laughs> shout them out here, but oh, you know what they say: girls get the girls. So maybe. <laughs> yeah. Well, this next one from James Mazzaro. This is a bit. Of Sort of two, but we'll just breeze past the first one. He says, how many birds do you pull? But then also says, who's going to take him to training next year? Yeah, so Mezzo, like, he's a kid that lives in, like, Mount Claremont, and I had to drive him and all the Scotch boarders to the training every week and stuff. So I think he would have to yeah. maybe f- get his license or find someone to take him next year. Or Uber, like you guys used to, as yeah, you said. Yeah, exactly. I've spent that much money on Ubers to training. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, Cooper underscore more underscore seven, another uh, Perth teammate. How do you get such beautiful hair, Leber? Oh, just salt water, hit the beach. Yeah, covered on that. Uh, Gracie Ewers. Yeah, this is one of yep. the girls on my footy team. Yep, well, she says Claremont Tigers girls coaching highlights. Highlights. That's that first game. Obviously, yeah, yeah, definitely the first game. Like, you know, thought we were on top of the world, singing the team song, like thinking this is going to happen every week. And then, unfortunately, after that first game, it just went downhill. Yeah. Is, this, is the song the actual Claremont yeah, song? Yeah, actual Claremont it's like, song. It's literally like the same logo, same jersey. Yeah, it's literally everything the same. Yeah. yeah, just juniors. Uh, Liberty Sheldrick, another one. Uh, would you consider coaching the Claremont girls a highlight of your life <laughs> slash career? Um, Where does it sit? Oh, is it up there with the best oh, and fairest? Top, you know, yeah. top. Beats out all my individual success coaching those girls. Yeah. Are you going to get asked to come back? Or is she I've, I've been now? asked to come back, but like... I don't think any of them are actually playing next year. Yeah. <laughs> what, is your sister graduated? or No, so they're all, all the girls that have asked the questions are year 11, so they can oh. all play next year, but I think they're, they're one yeah. and done. <laughs> Ryan. Uh, Ryan, or underscore Ryan, underscore Lee, underscore. How did railway, railways influence your rise to success? <laughs> so that's like Northern when yeah. I went back and played, and we lost by like 150 points, like Beverly. So, <laughs> so yeah. Uh, I'd say I had fun. It's good to have a taste of senior footy. Yeah, a bit of resilience yeah. as well. Dylan.noble, any tips for young players trying to crack into cults and futures? Um, yeah, for sure. I reckon, especially if you're like going to those trials, just making sure you're as fit as possible. That's what I did in my early days. Like I just made sure I was fit as possible, went for heaps of runs, like did a lot of 2Ks just to make sure my 2K time was up. Because like... Honestly, coaches probably don't like to say it, but I reckon they like look at if you get a good two oh, K, yeah. you're not getting cut. Like yeah, there's a huge emphasis yeah. on fitness. I reckon. Uh, yeah, exactly. If you're mm. doing well in all the fitness testing, like all the fi- like running sessions at training, like you're gonna you're gonna stay in the team. And then, like I remember one preseason, I had ki- hadn't kicked a footy for months before, but I was super fit. So like, I feel like the skills just gradually come along because you're doing so much skills at training. Yeah. And like the thing, the thing is that people probably don't really realise that are coming through like. You're playing an extra quarter of footy technically than what you would normally say at year twelve level. Yeah, exactly. Twenty five minutes yeah. mm. instead of twenty. So you you got an extra twenty minutes you gotta run around for. So I also reckon it's a big thing. Once you're out train, just like I I like don't do this a lot, but just have fun. Like you don't need to be like fully serious yeah. the whole time. Like I found like preseason just took so long because like you're not ha- having much fun. But once the season started and we all started like becoming friends, it's just yeah. enjoying being there together, like made time fly by. Yeah. Sure. Jack Jake dot Watto, heard you heard you're in the finest of forms at Hippie. Thoughts? <laughs> no, I've actually never been to Hippie Club, so I don't know what he's saying. But yeah, last weekend after our best and fairest, I was so tired, so I didn't drink either. So I dropped all the boys at Hippie. So I'm yeah. sure they all had a had a good time there. But yeah, Jake's one of the kids in at Perth. Yep. Noah underscore cash out again. <laughs> Is it true you personally pinned your best and fairest award on the whiteboard at JLR? <laughs> 
No. So, like, at the gym, me, Catchy, and what I go to, um, they have, like, a player of the month or, like, performance of the month, and someone wrote my best and fairest out there, which is, like, I, I hate, like, people, like, yeah. doing all that because, like, I know I get a bit, like, nervous and stuff when yeah. people talk about individual success. But, uh, no, I did see under my name, though, was Mark, was Mark of the Year, Noel Cashard, which he got. So maybe he's been pinning up his, himself as well. Jake Watto again. Rumour has it you're, uh, you're a highly sought after delivery driver <laughs> in the flower industry. Oh, I wouldn't say I'm highly sought after, but I hope I'm doing all right at it. And What are, what are the things, you, what are the key things if... Someone would be a delivery driver. Um, What's the, is it? I feel like it would be a lot about like timings yeah. and like. Well, also you got you got to be a good driver because you're driving all around yeah. Perth and you don't want to be like you know are you in, in a bad situation. Yeah, in a van. Yeah. Actually, vans are sick to drive. Like they're so Apparently easy. They're pretty hard. Like no, like, like one of my mates drove one of the vans at his work a couple of weeks ago, and he was like, "I can see why <laughs> people are so angry at uh, van drivers." No, on the road I actually reckon it's, it's easy to, to drive than my Ute, but the only thing yeah, is right. like because it's so long, you don't know like when you revert. There's no reverse parking camera so you're like you're yeah. like parallel parking or something you're like oh I've got no idea how much space yeah. I've got uh, Benji dot Dems to park yeah, who's the brother. better brother at footy oh, prob- Benji had a good year so he won his um grand final kids couple goals so maybe he's maybe he's the better player he won a grandy not yeah. me no BNF so so yeah. what he put up higher <laughs> exactly no, no BNF after missing six games yeah. at the start of the year Taj dot Martin 17 who's your favourite what is your sorry what is your favourite athletics moment from your uh, fabled times at Scotch College. Yeah, so at Scotch, I was a long distance runner, so I did like the fifteen meter, fifteen hundred meter, and the eight hundred meter runs. Um, I always had like good success in them, which was good. Like won a few events at inter school athletics and stuff. Probably when we were there, we won like six ass in a row, so that was pretty yeah. sick. And then I won a few fifteen hundreds in like year eleven and stuff. So that, yeah, all that stuff was pretty sick. So yeah. you're running a fifteen hundred and eighteen hundred in the same day. Oh, fifteen and eight hundred. In, the same, in yeah. the same day? It's like an hour apart. It was ridiculous. Yeah, like, I do true. well in the 1500 because it was like before. Yeah. And then when we got to the 800, like the natural runners just killed me because I was like dead. Like I wasn't yeah. prepared because yeah. it's literally like straight after footy season after yeah. as well. Mm. We've got a late one here from Kai Allen Ford to finish off the Q&A's. Opinion on ja- uh, Jaden Clark? <laughs> oh, yeah. So Jaden Clark, uh, he's like a good Matling boy or something and he's at Scotch at Perth Demons as well. Um, played first footy as a year 10, so... He's one to watch for the future, I'm sure. I think he played, like, State 16s and got best player or something as well. So one to watch for the future, maybe. All right, well, we'll move on to the quiz now. There is now a four-way tie for the top top of the leaderboard on 12 each. Riley Harbin, Luke Kelly, Riley Desisto and Ashton Ferreira all sit on 12. Dan Curtin, 11 and a half. Uh, We'll go through some teammates of yours. Um, Oscar and Cohen are on 10. Yep. You have to scroll a long way down to get 10 now because there are that many people mm. on 10. That would just about be it, hey? Do you back yourself in with stats, personally? It feels like AFL stats, maybe, but like I'm not that... Because I love like AFL fantasy, but like I'm not that yeah. good with my own individual stats. Okay. Right. Well, first question for everyone. Question number one. What is your height and weight on the Waffle website? <laughs> I reckon it might be 70 to 72 kilos. Uh... 170 centimetres, maybe? 175? Oh, yeah. We'll count that last guess, yeah. So 72 and 175. One from one. Number two, name the only team you kicked a goal and a point against in the same game this year. Claremont. Correct. Claremont, it is. Two from two. Question number three. 
You've played with the same amount of career. Of car- sorry, you've played. Doesn't do his rate. Doesn't look at it. <laughs> you've played the same amount of career futures games as you have Colts games in twenty twenty two. What is that number? Five. Close. Six. Oh, I was Apparently say six, but nah. Yeah, probably is six. Does that mean you played all f- all the futures games in? I think so. Honestly, can't remember, but. I think I remember that year was like hindered by COVID or something. Like yeah. it was all messed yeah. up a bit. But yeah. Two from three. Number four. Did you personally have more kicks or handballs in the grand final? Kicks. Handballs. Oh no. Eight to seven. Close. Two from four. Two from four. Question number five. As mentioned, you were second in the Colts Coaches Award for the whole comp, so the Coaches Association. How many votes did you poll? So I think Tyler Sench got 36. So I was either 32 or 30. I'm going to say 33. Oh, oh you have it. 32. <laughs> 32. Oh, no. <sighs> Two from five still. Now, you had a lot. You had 24 touches quite a bit. Mm. How many times did you have 24 or more this year? Five. Correct. Good. Got the ball, ball rolling again. Three from six. Question number seven. How many points did you beat Claremont by in your 30 disposal game in round eight? Oh, we were up by so much and then we let them back. I reckon it was nine. Oh, oh. it's so close. He's one off every time. <laughs> eight points. Oh, no. Yeah. Three from seven. Three from seven. Is this like a worst like, it's performance so... ever? No, it's I would definitely say it's not, not the worst of all time. <laughs> definitely not. So in the prelim and the grand final, you personally had the same amount of marks two weeks in a row. How many was this? Eight. Is that eight all up? Oh wait, so like, so like in each each game, I had this like what same amount. Did I? Yeah, I don't know if you were guessing all up there mm. from the two combined. Is it all up or? Also, oh, I reckon I had eight in both, so sixteen all up. There's only four. Apparently, it's oh. four in both. Right? Oh. That's why I was like, "Is he thinking like eight <laughs> combined?" Should have taken a hint a bit better there. Four, three, still three, three, from, still three, three from eight. Number nine. Your most uh, tackles in a game was twelve this year, which you did twice. Name one of those teams you did it against. I reckon if you name both of them, we'll give two points. Yeah, I want to score <laughs> up. Mm, I think. One was Claremont. Trying to, oh. I can think of like heaps of my tens, but I can't think of which ones was twelve. Maybe Peel. Bang. Peel is the, one. Yes. There's one more. Are you locking in Claremont? The no, other. I think I had ten against Claremont. So Peel twelve and Swan Districts. Subiaco. Oh, Subiaco. Yeah. Still a point there though. So we're on four. Yep, so we can get nine. up to nine if you somehow get the birthday. So to who am I? Basically someone related to sort of where you've been, yeah. not a family member, but um, birthday, we read out that, nothing else. Five points, three three guesses, then just an each line at the time, but four points, three points, two yeah. points. So I was born on the 7th of August, 2003. Three guesses. If you If you want to move forward, you can, but... 2003. Is it 
No, I'm moving forward, I guess. Like, moving forward. Sure, yeah. sure your three guesses, if you want. Oh. Wild guesses. There's no embarrassment. I feel like people think, oh, it's an embarrassing guess. There's no embarrassing guess. You can say I'm it. I just think of, like, kids I either went to school with that yeah. were born in 2003. This isn't, I don't, this probably won't help, but this isn't someone, like, you probably, I think it is from, like, school. I'm just oh, going to say so that. It's just, but it has to be, like, related. Like, in some There's some can. Oh yeah, like where you've played footy. Yeah, yeah. The next bit will probably reveal a lot more about that, yeah. but that's for four points if you want to move forward. Um, I was thinking like initially, like, like obviously Devin Robinson, Bobby Hill are too old. For that, yeah. Nathan O'Driscoll too old. Emma O'Driscoll. Nah, she's older than Nathan. Oh, Good I guess, but no. All right, next clue. Okay. Next clue for four points. I'm the last player drafted out of the Swanbourne Tigers. Apparently. Didn't even know this player played for Swanbourne. Oh. Out of Swanbourne in 2003, so that was, what, two drafts ago? <laughs> move forward? Yeah, move forward. Okay, for three points, I played at East Fremantle. At East Fremantle, played for Swanbourne Tigers. From like the country as well, I'll say that. He's from the country as well. No, I got no idea. Okay. Well, I'll say there for two points. I'll add a bit to this bit. Uh, they were a rookie pick in that twenty twenty one slash rookie draft at the start of the year, so twenty twenty two. I played sixteen AFL games this year. Sixteen. I'll say I'll say the team in this one as well for Melbourne. Taj Wobo, no. Inco- oh, Trent Rivers. Incorrect. Oh, what? Nah, don't know. We'll go to the one-pointer. <laughs> we, I reckon we just, we, no matter what, we're just going to give you one point, but we'll try to yeah. knuckle it down. Um, as a backman, number 41, I think. Judd McVie. Bang, <laughs> correct. I swear he didn't play for 20 Tigers. I was <laughs> stumped by this as well, but yeah. We got there. Yeah, eventually. What does it take us up to? Six? Five? <laughs> five, six? Probably like five, four. I think. Five. I think we're on four after the... <laughs> yeah, we were. It we wasn't were like... A, it wasn't bad because like, you were so close with a lot of like the yeah. one-off. So you shouldn't be it's too... It's like the grand final, like what could yeah. have been. <laughs> you should not be um, too discouraged by that. This is definitely as big as the grand final. I'll tell you that. Mm. Um, well, of course... You can use code Bray and Ethan 20 for 20% off at both skimbro.com and hatlocker.com.au. If you're listening on Spotify or Apple, you can watch on YouTube when you get home if you're in the car. If the upload doesn't, uh, well, it was fine, but uh, if it doesn't, if there's no delays there, yes. Yep. And remember to subscribe, give a five star rating, as it is what helps us out a little bit. We've got a lovely Skimbro and Hatlocker gift for you, Caleb. Uh, but yeah, thanks for coming on. Uh, Episode again, 99. Yeah, nah, I appreciate around. it. Had a good time. Enjoyed it. Appreciate you coming on. Well, Ethan. See you next week. One, the big one is next week. 100. See you then. The big 100.